Hey, what's going on everybody? Luis and Maripili from Everable here. And uh, we just want to do a little quick insert uh, right before we get to today's episode, mainly because just to let you know that we actually recorded this episode pre-COVID, uh, basically on how to stand out from your competition. That being said, it is still a really great episode, yeah. jam-packed with some really good information so just know that if you hear some things that are not, not maybe congruent to the times, uh, just understand that we recorded that previously, but we still wanted to share that with you because, again, some really good really content. Really good content. Yes, yeah. 100%. So if you have questions about that, feel free to let us know inside of the Facebook group, and hopefully you all enjoy this episode. Thanks. Stay safe. Welcome everyone to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Everbo Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices so that you can market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. Welcome everyone to the next episode of the MetSpa Accelerator podcast. Hey. I'm here with Billy hey. and myself, Luis Trevino. Yes, we're super pumped to be here with you guys again, bringing you the latest content on how to market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. So, yes. um, today we have a really cool topic. Yeah, we got a good topic that I think has been is pretty relevant for what's going on in the industry today. Yes. You all have probably been experiencing this, and you probably asked yourself this question, which is how to stand out. From your competition. Yes, right. So this is something that everybody struggles with. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's, you know, I, we, we, if you really think about the meds ball industry, it's a relatively new industry compared to other medical professions out right. there. When you think about, you know, dentistry and chiropractic and, you know, a few other, you know, medical practices out there, right? Right. And, um, you know, most recently, <laughs> you've kind of heard that, oh, my God, like we used to do really well. But then all of these other Mets balls started opening up and then now it's like we really struggle, right? Yeah. And that's something that we hear constantly from the, you know, from the, our clients, yeah, from our clients, people that we talk to, you know, on a monthly basis, right? Yeah. And really just to kind of, and, and really that's, you know, it's a common thing. It's a part of business, guys. It's just yeah. how the market evolves and grows and, you know, but, but really the goal is that how can you stand out from the competition so that you can ultimately win or still acquire more of that market share, right? Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. As the market begins to evolve, guys, we you need to step up your game, okay? Oh, yes. uh, because, like, some of the practices that you were implementing, you know, let's just say five, ten years ago, are not going to be, you know, the, the right. best as practices relevant. of, you know, or as relevant as, you know, mm -hmm. obviously right now in 2020, right? Um. And yeah. so you definitely need to be implementing or be at the front of things, right? So you can make sure you still having you still have that competitive advantage, okay? Yeah. So keeping sorry. up with some of these trends, and then also like yes. some of the best tactics that you can use to make sure yeah. that you are on top of the game. Yeah. So today we're going to give you three tactics that you can easily implement in your business, so that you can start to set yourself apart in the marketplace. But before we do that. Yes. We want to ask you guys to leave us a review, to subscribe, right? <laughs> to hit the like button if you're watching this on YouTube or wherever you're watching it. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to subscribe, guys, on iTunes, on Spotify, and leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing and what other content you would love to hear from us. 
Also, don't forget to join our Facebook group. The link's here on this audio or this video. And uh, definitely uh, join us on that group as well. Yeah, definitely. So number one is going to be focused on positioning. This is going to go back down to how you want to be positioned in the marketplace and how you want to be perceived, right? Now, this the way you position yourself is going to influence how people are, how you are going to set yourself apart from your competitors, right? Mm-hmm. And so really the first one that you have to really consider when you're, when you're looking at this is what? It's just pricing. Pricing, right? Yeah, so... And you guys have might have seen it before, right? Where people do, like, as more competition comes in, then it becomes like this race to the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there's nothing wrong with competing on price, you know? Like, if, if that's really what you want to do, and then I would say go all in, right? There's a, there's a saying in business and in marketing uh, from one of the greats that, you know, he said, there is no strategic advantage to being the second cheapest in the market okay so that being said like think about walmart they're committed to being the cheapest and that's why they thrive in the marketplace this is why businesses like kmart have gone out of business or some of these other businesses as well but if you really think about a target on the flip side they're not the cheapest but they still carved you know a, a kind of a piece of that market for themselves right mm-hmm. but it's because of their positioning is a little bit different yeah and actually, I would just go along and say, like, um, part of it is not only, like, pricing and how you're going to, like, set that pricing it to their your customers, but also adding that, like, offer along with it. And I think Target does that really well. Yeah. So, like, their offer is not the cheapest, of course, by all means, but it is this ambience that, like, comes with it. Like, every single Target smells the same way. Yeah. Like, and you go in there and you want everything. And the brands, they kind of, like incorporate this and carry yeah and so and and specifically they don't really have that many offers if you see like they don't really have that many sales going on they do like every so often but just every every, everything like how they position themselves it just sets themselves apart without being like the cheapest in the market yeah and so there's i mean we always say there's two ways you can go about it you can either be you can go all in and go in on the price. Hey, you know, if you want to do that, by all means, but just commit to it, right? Because like I said earlier, there's no strategic advantage to being the second cheapest, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can go of the, the flip side to that is not necessarily focusing on price, but providing the best value mm-hmm. and the best experience, right? So when yeah. you think, you also think about like Starbucks, like why is somebody going to pay a $5 for a cup of, $5 for a cup of coffee When they can go pay $2 or whatever it is at McDonald's. At the end of the day, you're paying for the experience, okay? Yeah. But, again, if you want to be that person, keep in mind that it's not something that happens overnight. And you need to engineer those feelings, okay? Those feelings of when you walk into this place of how people will be, how people, you will be perceived and how people will feel because of everything that you've done strategically in your business to your branding, mm-hmm. to your location, your, uh, customer your customer service, the way the staff treats them in like the, your consultation process, the level of care that is provided, the I want to say the interior design, the mm-hmm. lighting, even to the smell, yeah, to the smell, you know, like those are all things that you need to be aware of. And like I said earlier, if you're going to be all, you know, if you're going to position yourself that way, 
then go all in and mm-hmm. start actually focusing on those things. Yeah, right? and we'll actually have another episode where we talk all about branding and how you can use that to your advantage to position yourself the way you want to be perceived. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Stay tuned. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's basically number one. What's number two? Yeah. Well, um, and then with number one, oh, before sorry. we move on to number two, um, like I was saying earlier, like positioning your pricing along with how you want to create your offer to the public, yes. right? And I think we've talked about this in other um, episodes where we talk about the campaigns and how we kind of set up that offer so people can, you know, stand out from the cr- the crowd of like them scrolling through their feed and then kind of seeing this a little bit different and positioned differently just so you know you just stand out from that so whether you are adding more value to it maybe you're not the cheapest price but you are adding more value to that whether you're giving something away for free or discounted or you're packaging or you're- packaging it together a lot of mm-hmm. the times you like if you don't you don't necessarily need to discount something but you can include something else, which is going to give it a little bit more value. And people a lot of the times do prefer that than just getting a discounted price. Basically. Yeah, they feel like they're getting more out of their money. Yeah, for sure. That's really so, good. So, yeah. Number two. Number two. Number two is... <laughs> is drum roll. <laughs> it's branding your secret sauce. Yeah, so I actually really like this one. Um, This is something known in marketing as a unique mechanism, right? Mm -hmm. And so basically all it is is like what Peely said, you want to brand or you want to coin your specific process, okay? And I'll give you an example. Like for, you know, Inevitable, we have what we call the seven-figure Mets ball formula, okay? That Mm -hmm. is basically our secret sauce. It's our three-step process that we implement for our clients so that they can become a seven-figure Mets ball, right? Now, that being said, nobody else, since we've coined this, nobody and anybody else can provide marketing services, mm-hmm. but nobody has the Everable seven-figure Mets ball formula, okay? <laughs> that being said, you can. that's our unique mechanism. Mm-hmm. And now, and so what is it, okay? Well, honestly, it might, like, it might be the way that, maybe the different technologies that you provide, right? So we've been we've been helping our our body contouring clients basically implement this in their business where um you know they have cool sculpting, some of them have other modalities as well, mm-hmm. or even if they have some other type of technology too. But basically we we grab their business name uh and then we call it the body plan. Okay. So yeah. it's to say, hey, you know, we're gonna get you into our everable body plan. And what is that? Well, I mean, it's a mix of cool sculpting. It's a mix of of M sculpt. Yeah. It's uh, now, but it's a re- It's basically all it is is your neat, your unique process. Okay. Because at the end of everything, like the the main thing that's gonna make you stand out from the competition is you, and your process is very very important in that. But the the thing here is just to name that process. Yes, name it. You know, because once it. you name it in people's minds, it's gonna appear it's different. Unique. Yeah, unique. And that's the thing. Somebody else might have cool scoping. Somebody else might do filler injections or whatever it is, but nobody has the everable body plan, right? <laughs> you know, like uh you know, or what you know, put your put your name on it or even come up with the cool the name, cool like the everable uh, you know, like if we're talking about cool scoping, um the fat freezing, you know, the cool factor, cool factor uh, program, <laughs> you know, like the fat freeze advantage, the fat freeze formula, the fat freeze, um, 
uh, like a program, you know, like, so yeah. you, there's different words that you can right. use to kind of make it sound fancy and cool, right? You know, the, the and you know, your audience, so yeah, you know, something the, you, know, the you know, you can attach beauty, rejuvenation, the transformation, the cool transformation. Our, nobody has our cool transformation advantage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You, know you just <laughs> so got yeah. you can play with you it. You can play with that so much, much but then it. that's the thing. Like some, like I said earlier, somebody else might provide that same service, but nobody does it the way you do it, mm-hmm. and nobody else has that same program or that same unique mechanism. Yeah, okay. and it could be uh, like Luis was saying, like compiling several. Um, technologies to create a body plan but it can also be the way you customize that body plan yeah. or the way you it's process fa- it's, it literally it's just the fact that you're doing that consultation and it's your business you know like it's everything and in, packed into packed into one, one thing yeah. yeah or the way you just approach things so maybe yeah. like during your consultation you approach it differently than anybody else maybe it's the same way but the way you do it cannot be done by anybody else. And the way you also translate that into your staff is that unique mechanism. So just naming it and branding it uh, will bring, will certainly make you stand out from the crowd. Yeah, because that's the other thing too. It's like, that's been the issue where like, and anybody can inject somebody else. Anybody Mm -hmm. can just buy a machine, but nobody else has this process. Okay, and you're basically just coining your process, you're branding your process. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, this doesn't mean and we'll go into this thing when we talk about like branding in this other episode, but you don't have to like, you know, create a whole business out of it by by any means. Like it's just making sure that this kind of goes along with your business, whether you create its own logo or not. That's up to you. But definitely having that name for it is going to make you um Make it just different for yeah, anybody and intrigued out. as well. Yeah. And yeah, and that's the thing too. It's going to be like, oh, well, I've heard of cool scoping, but I've never heard of the Arable Body Plan. What is that? You know, and that's really all you want. You want them to ask that question and then you, that's where you reel, reel them in. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And this goes really well along too with our third point, which like we we're saying, um, you are the thing that's going to, be the difference and what's going to make you stand out from your competition because nobody else does the same type of business the way you do it. Mm -hmm. So our number three is basically having educating the market and positioning yourself as the market authority. Okay. So Mm -hmm. why is that super important? And we've talked about this in some of our previous episodes where we say, like I mentioned earlier today, um, the med spa industry is a relatively new industry. There's new technology that's coming in every single year, guys. So what does that mean? That means that now in the marketplace, there's this gap, there's this confusion as to which technology is going to get me the best result that I'm looking for. Okay, people Mm -hmm. don't know. And it's a very unique opportunity for you to Mm -hmm. actually educate people on these subjects. Okay, and if you are able to educate them on it, then you're going to become the go-to person when it actually comes to this technology because you're already spending all this time educating people and you're positioning yourself as the expert for that specific service or technology or whatever it is that you're talking about. And that in itself is going to give you a competitive advantage. It's going to help you, it's going to help set you apart from the competition because guess what? A lot of people are not taking the time to do that. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And you just see it for yourself. Like if you're scrolling through Facebook and you see somebody's video about something that you're interested in and they're explaining the procedure, explaining what they're doing, um, you're more than likely going to go to that person. So let's just go through a different industry and say that you're actually looking for a house and you don't know whether to go with a real estate um, agent or not. But then a friend of yours is a real estate agent and they have all this content about it. So you know so much about it now that you're like, yes, whenever that time comes, I'm going to go with that person. Yeah. So you have to apply that same to this industry. You have to create these uh, opportunities for you to actually explain to the public what is it that your services are all about, the technologies behind it, and how you can help them. Right now, they might be in that stage of like they know they might have like a problem, but they don't know there is a solution. And you can be that person to guide them through this. Yes, super good. So, yeah, guys, like really taking the opportunity to actually create this content because it, you know, a lot of the times I feel like people are kind of turned off about creating content. And maybe sometimes you might have done it before. And you're like, oh, but I got nothing out of it understand that creating content is a long-term play you know and it's not something that's gonna change the world you know the world for you in one day one night okay but as you can yeah as you continue to put out content and you begin to you know it's kind of like that compounding effect right the more content you put out the more name you start building for yourself Mm -hmm. one day you're just going to notice that people are going to come in it's like oh yeah i've seen all your videos that's what they're going to say okay and by the time they're there talking to you, like they're already so sold that you don't even need to really sell them. All you really need to do is see if they're a good candidate for that treatment. And that's it. They're ready mm-hmm. to buy mm-hmm. because you already did all this work in the back end. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what Sometimes you want to Sometimes they to find out, not even know what service they want, but they're sold on you. They're sold so on they're you. So they're like, they're I trust like, yeah. you with my face or my body. You tell me what I need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's, that's really But it is point. a long-term play. So definitely yeah. take the time. But that's sure the people who win. Use. You know, like we're talking, like what we talked about earlier when we said about like, obviously that there's more market, you know, there's more people coming into the market. And so how can you win? Well, Yes, it's implementing short-term strategies, right? Like some of these things that we talked about are short-term and they can help you get a better result short-term. But you can't just think about the long-term. You have to think, you know, five, 10 years from now, like, are you going to be in business five, 10 years from now? Well, yeah, I mean, I would hope so, right? Yeah. So you need to start, you know, planting seeds for that so Mm -hmm. that in the long-term play, you're going to be able to kind of you know, past the test of time, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of these people that are coming into the market have no business experience. They have no idea how to run a business or anything of the sort. And honestly, you know, if they don't apply themselves, then they're not going to be like, you know, I mean, what is it for in the first year? I believe it's like, I don't know, I'm going to butcher this numbers. number, but it's really high. I believe it's in the 90%, like only a few, uh, go, like two years in business, you know? And so... At the end of the day, though, but some of those people really make it, really thrive, right? So what's the difference? Well, the difference is putting in the work, making sure that their best practices are there and that they're implementing good marketing and business strategies to really help them push their business forward. So mm-hmm. if you want the latest ha- uh, hacks and strategies for growing a profitable medical aesthetics practice and you need to stay tuned and keep listening, to the Metsball Accelerator podcast. <laughs> yes. And if you want anything that is a little bit more customized, a little personal to you, make sure to reach out to us. We're here to help you guys. Yes. Awesome.
So we'll see you next We'll see time. you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.